All right, welcome everyone. We're back with our first post-game podcast of the season following a 21-7 victory by Picune Maroon Tide over Popperville at the Hornet's Nest. Man, what a game. I got slick on the phone as we're driving back to Picune. Uh, I'm in the passenger seat, so I'm not driving. So just uh, just so you know, I'm not, uh, not doing this with my hands on the wheel. I uh, got Clay in the car with me, and uh, like I said, Slick on the phone. Slick, talk a little bit about what you've seen from Picayune. We covered them last year. Give us your break, quick breakdown on what you've seen and what you thought after uh, the first game. Well, I think that the defense was what we thought they probably would be coming into this year. Um, you know, anytime you've got a whole group of sophomores, essentially, that um, – are now coming back and making their, their second start. They're a little bit bigger. They're a little bit faster. The speed in which they played in, just to me, it really defied what you would see a high school team speed defense be. I mean, it was just, to me, uh, phenomenal to see. And I think the other big thing that stuck out to me, David, offensively was, you know, we knew that, that Brady wasn't going to be, um, you know, just some big change in quarterback. He was battle-tested, and we didn't think that was going to be a problem. But I did have some concerns about the new starters on the offensive line. And really, uh, you know, Tucker Smith is an animal. We knew that. But I thought they played pretty well. I, I mean, it's really it, it, as good as you could expect uh, from the offensive line. I thought we'd have more hiccups there than we had. And um, But, you know, the, the things like turnovers, the things like uh, the penalties, you know, we laid it on the, on the ground four times. We lost two of them. That, that allowed a Popperville team that was pretty good already to stay in the game a little longer than we'd have wanted them to. And those are things I think that you're going to see early on in a, you know, at the, the first part of a, of a season. You know, one of those turnovers, you could put that you know, solely on Brady. I think the other one was in, on Dante. He just dropped it. But um, overall, man, I think that, again, just the, the speed of the defense and, and, and how, how amazing they're going to be all year, um, they're going to give a lot of people fits. Yeah, that defense was amazing. I got Clay in here, as I mentioned. Clay, you you covered Popperville for like six years, man. So this kind of had to be a, a little bittersweet. I know you're a Picayune guy. You went to Picayune. How was the first game as we covered uh, we covered Picayune on the Talking Ball, y'all? Mix LR app, Picayune, search that. And you can listen to Clay and Ricky and uh, Darren every game. Talk a little bit about how it was for you calling this first game. Man, it was a lot of fun, man. Just to uh, know both staffs now and really know both sets of players. I really walked away. I told you, man, I'm really super proud of the way both teams uh, play. Popperville is not going to think a lot of me saying that because they, they're not good losers. I mean, you don't do what they've done over the years and be able to stomach losses really well. But I think in an honest moment, I think Ricky Glenn hit on some stuff. Uh, their defensive line's gonna be really good. Uh, I think Tucker Smith, I think we thought he was gonna be a really good uh, player. I don't have my roster in front. The guy that lined up right next to him, the young kid played uh, really good tonight too. So I think they're gonna be a real good force. Coach Acock, I think made a, a good move for his team, moving Tank Trotter from end a linebacker. I think that worked out uh, tonight. I honestly think we saw probably two of the better defensives in uh, South Mississippi on any classification. But what, what this defense from Picayune um, did against an offense, let's be fair to Seth Hayden and his uh, staff on the defensive side, they had no way to prep 
uh, for Popperville. Uh, you know, it was hard for Seth probably to believe that they were going to come out in anything besides the wing tee. So for Coach Hayden and his kids to adjust from a different uh, wrinkle and a totally different look for Popperville with the athletes that they have was really phenomenal. But um, Picune, man, that defense is going to be a lot of fun to watch. You pair that with these special group of backs. And I think Ricky Glenn's making a really good point there, too. The offensive line, uh, the kids starting at center as a sophomore I think answered some questions tonight I didn't feel like he had uh, really a lot of miscues at all at that uh, center position I was really impressed with Peyton Wells and and Haynes in a way that they blocked at their guard positions I thought Thibodeau uh, did a good job I really I mean that, that offensive line uh, did well and it's I, I really feel like both teams in an honest moment feel really uh, okay about where they are headed into week two yeah, it was a great win, 21 to 7. In that second half, so that's going to be something that Coach Stogner is going to really hound them this week as they go play Jeff Davis next week. Ricky, I want to go to you on this one because we talked about it last year how Picune never seemed to cram. I mean, all season long, and even Coach Stog, I don't know if you, if you were listening to the broadcast, he hounded me, blamed me after I asked him the question and said I owed him some little Debbie ice cream. but. Talk a little bit about how me and you just talked about how we pick you would not cramp and everyone else was this year, man. I don't even know six, seven guys were cramping. Yeah, I mean, I think that they they cramped probably more than than Popperville tonight, and that was something that we didn't see when these two teams matched up last year. Listen, we know that they're in shape. We knew that their all season program's really good, and I think you would have to credit it to maybe something that these kids should have done from a hydration standpoint. Um, that word hydration was coming up a lot, even with some of the post-game interviews that you guys were doing down at the field level. But I think the biggest takeaway, Dave, is, is, is it's those little bitty things that can seem unimportant that can change a game. And in a big-time situation, when, you, when you've got so many kids cramping that your whole front four on defense has to come out, of the game, and it opened that up for, uh, that's where how popular a score. I mean, we didn't have anyone starting, any of our starters on front. Both defensive ends were out, both D-tackles were in, and I, I didn't know what was Gustin Moses just giving these guys breather, and, and Clay pointed out, you know, he said, no, they're all over there stretching. It ended up costing them a possession. So that's a big deal, and it, it, it's good to see this happen, because that's something that we would never talk about as being, hey, this could actually be a, a, an issue, and man, it, it showed up in a big way tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go to Clay on this one. Uh, Clay, talk a little bit about Brady Robinson coming in for his first start. Big, I mean, like we already talked about how big. We had the game of the week, uh, Channel 25, was that was their game of the week. So you're talking about a big game, junior quarterback. He got some He got some time last year, as Ricky uh, Slick pointed out earlier. But just talk about how he was poised enough. And I got an interview with him on this podcast. But just the job he did tonight. Yeah, I thought he played really well, you know. He had kind of a rhythm-type ball uh, to Darrell Smith to get his night uh, started uh, with a completion, an easier pass for him, let him out perfect on that, and then an absolute uh, dime to, to Conti for the touchdown. 
And, and that, I mean, you look at the way the game played out in the second half, how big is that touchdown? If it's 14 to nothing and then that thing crawls up to 14 to seven, that game feels a lot different. So that touchdown to kind of loom large for the rest, of course, that was a big money throw. And I mean, we talk about it time and time again. If you're a defensive back and you get caught peeking, is there a guy back there that can really make you pay? And I think Brady's going to be that guy for this offense. Yeah, that play was set up, Clay. They were, Peking was basically running the clock out. And then uh, Chris Davis, who had a phenomenal game, kind of scampered down the sideline, almost broke it for a touchdown, gave Picune a chance to throw Conti out there and go for the deep ball and, and got behind the defender. Uh, and you had to know that was coming on, on popular side. So you know they went in half, went in at halftime just really, really upset at what happened there. But uh, Slick, talk a little bit about the running backs for Picune tonight. I know Davis had a great game. Dante had a good game. Um, the only thing that I mean, I want to talk about, you talked about Tucker, man, we didn't get anything up the middle at all with Darnell. No, I mean, Darnell was really, you know, he, he, he fought for a couple of hard runs, but I mean, he could have easily been, you know, negative or, you know, two, three yards. I mean, just a very pedestrian night for him. And I think just like you said, it was because of Tucker and the, the pressure he was getting up front. But, um, you know, Dante's Dante, man, and, and you know, 25 carries, uh, somewhere around 150 yards is where I had Dante on the night, two touchdowns. That's a pretty good night. And we didn't see Dante break any massive runs for 15, 20 yards. I mean, it was four yards here, five yards there. But just like we've talked about in the past, man, at nauseum, uh, that battering ram, that, you know, bowling ball that's just coming down on you time after time, it starts to weigh – on you know on the defense and I thought Chris came in um you know he had the big long run down the sideline I mean his his yards yards per carry is probably somewhere around 19 20 yards because those those long runs but he didn't touch the ball a lot I think he had under 10 carries uh Nike came in and had two or three carries we probably could have used some of those guys a little bit more but I think getting your big back in and letting him get his touches that we're on that defense was you know part of the, the, the plan but you know, you got to give a lot of credit to Pablo um, and, and, and the way that they played because they we've seen enough of of Dante against some some pretty good teams and some teams that boast how tough they are defensively, even in our own district. They don't want anything to do with Dante. I mean, it only, it only takes two or three times to take that that lick from him, and you you steer clear of this kid, and they never did that. Uh, so you got to give a lot of lot of credit to Pablo. Yeah, Pablo played extremely well clay final thoughts on the game tonight we're going to cut this one i'm going to say short but we're going to be a little more in depth last first game setting up we a lot of new stuff for us this season as we got a radio crew following the game and stuff but um give us your closing thoughts on the game and a little quick peek if any towards jeff davis I mean, I think Cody said it well. I think he was proud of his team, but then I think he's also got some spots where he can coach up throughout the week. But, you know, he made the point that he had faced a, a quality opponent, and that's what you'll see next week. And Coach Mancuso and, and uh, J.D., they'll be uh, ready to rock and roll. And so that should be a lot of fun. They've got a new facility that uh, we'll head to. We can't wait to call it. It'll be a 7 o'clock uh, pregame show. And 
like I said, I think uh, it's often said uh, the biggest improvements come from week one to two. Well, that's a lot easier to do if you're looking to go two and zero oh instead of one and one. So I think Coach Stogner and his crew will be happy with the with, and the kids should be proud. They went into a tough environment and, and got one and earned one tonight. Yeah, Ricky, give your final thoughts on the game and uh, anything you got about uh, Jeff Davis. Well, I think you'll go in and you'll look at the film, and as we mentioned, the, the, the mistakes and the, the turnovers and penalties, the things that we um, have already mentioned, they'll see those things and they'll find a few other things. They'll find some plays where some guys maybe um, didn't make plays a lot. There were some guys on that defensive front that we didn't call their names a whole lot, and um, you know, those are some things that might come up as well. But I do think that, that Coach Stogner and this defensive staff, along with Coach Hayden and and that whole crew, they'll they'll watch this game, and they may they may look at it a little bit differently than maybe it appeared at a first glance. I think that they'll see that our defense played so hard and so fast that we kind of you know because of the penalties and because of us shooting ourselves in the footing. Coach Snyder even mentioned he he was responsible for one of his personal fouls, and I love when a coach takes up for a kid, and I, I hope they continue to do that. But that that kept that defense on the field a little bit longer, and and they may see that more as you know our defense really played well. They, they didn't quit. They, they didn't, you know, let their foot off the gas. They just got really, really tired, and offensive issues are probably to blame for that. So I think they'll be a little easier, uh, you know, accept that a little bit easier, that probably did come back a little bit. That's going to be easier to swallow. You know, as far as Jefferson Davis, I, I'm glad we don't have to face nine, um, and I hope he has a great career at Nebraska, but um, I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to not having to face him this year. He was he was tough at JD, but as Clay mentioned, Coach Mancuso is he's a great man, and uh, they'll, those guys will play anybody. And uh, we expect uh, a really good team to be uh, out on the field. Yeah, I know. and my final thoughts on the game, I, I want to talk about a kid that had a few flashes, uh, Clay and, and Slick. And we talked about the sophomores last year. We got another really good sophomore in Darrell Smith, man. is He's electric with the ball in his hand. So I didn't want to go to, he didn't have like a huge play, but just the flashes that you see in this young man remind you a lot of what we seen from Chris Davis early on. Next week's going to be a challenge going on the road, but the schedule is so set up for Picayune this year. We, 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 we battled a gauntlet last year. We've got two early games, a couple home games, a couple road games, and we almost home, almost uh, over half the district we're home. So looking forward to going to Jeff Davis. Coach Mancuso is going to bring a great team. 1-0, um, real quick on how to listen to us, download that MixLR app, type Picayune in the search, follow, man, and I appreciate everyone to listen. I mean, man, we had a lot of listeners for our first broadcast, just got the numbers and it was great. So we're we're excited, the whole time pump. Can't wait to uh, call, can't wait for us to call next week's game in a post-game podcast. And we will also start our preview episodes when district rolls around so if you're wondering why we didn't have one this week slick and i will have one our first district game which i believe will be prc but be looking for that thanks everyone we're out here we got back we just got back in picayune can't wait to go to jeff davis next week thanks y'all for listening on the talking ball y'all network healthy pets happy people exceptional medicine compassionate care that's our motto at the animal health clinic in picayune Located at 500 Telly Road, we are equipped with the latest veterinary technology and provide a full menu of animal health services, including after-hours emergencies. 
Dr. Alan Smith invites you to join our clinic family by checking out our website at ahcpicayune.com or calling us at 601-799-1300. All right, I'm here with uh, Junior linebacker. Everyone knows him, Amarion Tyson. Tyson led the state in tackles last season. Man, you were off to a hell of a start tonight. Uh, hats off to the defense. What was the uh, game plan going into the game against Popperville that led to so so, so much success by the defense? Uh, the game plan was we just had to, during practice, we had to get down to the offense because they had installed a whole new offense, so we had to learn that. Because last year, we, all, we was always used to the wing team. So when we got the new offense down, just like tonight, we were stopping it. We were stopping it back to back and all. Yeah, but I, I, I can't, I can't talk about myself too much. I'm gonna just talk about the D line. D line did a, a good job this year, this, uh, this game. Yeah, talk about that D line from one end to the other, Marion. They, they help you and uh, Hickman keep those guards and tackles off of you guys and able to make plays. I mean, you hawk down a couple of those guys. Um, just talk a little bit about that D line and what they do for you. D line, they do a heck of a job. I, I, I give them they props. They they do a heck of a job. They listen to the linebackers. We when they uh when we need a shield, they move. I like it. I like how we all on the same page. I, I just love the D line. Yeah. Well, Marion, we got Jeff Davis next week. Got to get that two and O. Got to go to Jeff Davis. Know they're gonna be tough. Uh, y'all gonna bring it? Yeah, we're gonna bring it. We go. We're gonna bring it. Got to work. Just work the whole week. Then that then that Friday, just gonna play. Another road trip. Thank you, Marion. I, I love watching you play. Uh, man, you just stick out. I mean, you may be small in stature, but man, you got a big heart. You play hard. If if, if you just love high school football, man, you got you just gotta love Marion Tyson. Now, thank you for uh, getting on here. Yeah, just like Coach say, you gotta love it. You gotta love playing football. Thanks, Marion. Thank you. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are, and that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at CoastConnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. All right, I'm here with uh, Junior, starting quarterback, QB1 for the Maroon Tide, Brady Robinson. Brady, uh... How to be a few nerves being your first start this season, and uh, how 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 were you able to settle in? Um, honestly, after that, you know, uh, that first play, we kind of, I mean, we were worried about the snap, and after that first play, and we got we got it good. It was just like all my nerves went away. I was like, we're in a football game, you know. I do this. I, I've been doing this since I was, you know, seven years old. So there shouldn't be no pressure and. And I, I really kind of let it get to my head a little bit, but honestly, it's better now. So I'm excited for next week. Brady, I thought maybe that early pass to Darrell, maybe that kind of – did that kind of help? I mean, I know the first play you're talking about, but that first pass was completed right on the money to Darrell. That had to help. Oh, yeah. We uh, we worked on that all week because we knew their corners would be off, and um, it was it – That's up, a dot. <laughs> it ended up working out a little bit. And uh, we gained, I want to say, like, what, 12 maybe? Yeah, so. Yo, good play, good throw. I want to give you props on that, uh, on the touchdown. I got a good video of that, too. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I got it, got Can't it. Wait to see, that. see it's on Twitter, uh, Slick and Dave. Brady, man, for your first game, I don't have the stats. I wish I did. But uh, I know you didn't throw a lot. 
But when you threw, man, it was it was even your incompletion down late in the game. That was pretty close. So, uh, hey, congrats. Sky's the limit this season. I, I love seeing us throw the ball a little more. So keep throwing Me it too. so we'll throw it more. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm excited. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a good season and roll tide. Thanks, Brady. Yeah. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popleville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazan, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. All right, I'm here with uh, junior defensive end, and uh, what do you play? Wingback, receiver, tight end, Mr. Everything over here. Happy birthday, first of all. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, what do you think was the? I mean, y'all came out and set the tone on defense. Yes, sir. So what? What was it going through y'all's mind, knowing that y'all coming up here playing a really good Popperville team? allow one first down in the first half. It all started with the summer. We knew that by when, uh, by us winning state that how they was going to come out. So we knew we had to come out and set the tone on defense. And that's that's what we did. Look, you had some really big tackles, tackles for loss. You and uh, Marion standing right here. I think he wants to get on too. But we're going to get him on here. And uh, you had some big tackles. I think you, JB, I mean, that defensive line this year, we were good last year. But man, I, I, I don't even know where, how good we can be. It's our experience is like, I was just a sophomore last year. Now it's like I just—it's like it's, it's natural. I just know the game now, and it's just fun. Just play, play, and have fun. Oh, uh, well, I want to ask you one thing. You had a heck of a summer. You went. We had, I haven't talked to you since then, but about anything other than a few passing by. You went to uh, Fletcher Cox camp and won MVP. Yes, sir. How was that experience? It was good. And then like, I don't know. It's just like I didn't think I was gonna do it, but like, I just went up there and did what I had to do. And then like, when he called my name, I was like, man. And then, like, he knew my name, and it's Fletcher Cox. I'm like, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's an awesome, man. And, uh, I want to say congrats. Happy birthday. 1-0, baby. Going to play Jeff Davis next week. Got another tough one. So, uh, you guys prepare hard, and uh, we're looking forward to next Friday. Yes, sir. Roll tight. Go visit Heron Ford, located on Memorial Boulevard in Picayune, Mississippi. They are your proud local Ford Lincoln dealer. Whether you're looking for a used car or a new car, or if you have service needs, visit Herring Ford, once again located on Memorial Boulevard in Picayune, Mississippi. This interview. Hi, I'm here with Dante Dowdell, number two, starting tailback for the Picayune Maroon Tide Oregon commit. Dante, you had uh, yeah, two touchdowns, should have been three. I think yeah. the refs got you on one. Yeah. Uh, great start to the season. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think we got a good we got a good team winning. We finished drives, finished most of the drives, got some good stops on defense. We got to clean some things up so we could win another state championship, though. You know? So the first half, man, y'all were able to move the ball a little bit, and y'all moved it really well. Seemed like after the half, y'all kind of slowed. They, they, were they on y'all, or y'all just had some miscues? Uh, we had some miscues and we uh, started cramping. We got to hydrate more, 
you're in better shape as a team. Well, Dante, uh, next week we go to Jeff Davis. Yes, sir. Um, going to be another tough one. Um, what do you expect from Jeff Davis? Hey, they're, they're a pretty good football team. They won the state championship, too. We're going uh, to give them everything we got. We won't take nobody light. <laughs> so they don't ever put you on defense, Dante. Do you, do you, would you like to play some defense? Nah, I, I just want to play running back. <laughs> All right, because you, you look like you could do some damage on defense. Yeah, I can play a little defense. <laughs> I, I didn't play a little defense. All right, Dante. Hey, look. You look good that first game. Oh, Glad yeah. you came out healthy. Uh, looking forward to this season. Oh, yeah. Got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get 3,000, baby. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Thank Let's you, Dante. Did you know the number one GM volume dealership of all of 2020 was here in Little Picayune, Mississippi? No, it wasn't in Jackson, Hattiesburg, or the bustling Gulf Coast. It was at Mossy of Picayune. That's right. Mossy of Picayune. Car buyers are driving hours for a great price and a great customer buying experience. At Mossy, you can shop, drive, and compare Chevy, Cadillac, Buick, and GMC all in one location. If a certified or pre-owned vehicle is what you're looking for, Mossy has a huge selection of trades and all fleece vehicles to choose from. You can see their entire lineup with pictures, prices, and hundreds of vehicles at MossySuperstore.com. That's MossySuperstore.com. Come in today and see why Mossy of Picune sells so many vehicles or call the management team, Frank Bonanno, Keith Henry, or Roy Penton at 601-798-7575 to schedule your appointment today. Hey, we got Coach Stockton here. At, uh, Coach Stock, great game, great game, great first game we of the season. Uh, what you think? Going forward, what did y'all learn from tonight's game? Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see it tomorrow, tomorrow morning. But I know there's. I mean, the thing thing is, we we run characters. Things that we can take control of. Fumbles, offsides, myself included, with personal foul. I mean, to be honest with you, I really thought I was trying to take up from a player. But you know what? I, I, I'll do. I got to do better, just like we all got to do better. So, uh, first half, I thought we played extremely well. You know, we were able to get a chance to get down there and catch another score, go up by three, but three yeah. scores, and come out second half. We had a good drive. I I take responsibility for killing that drive, and then. You know, then all sides and the fumbles and the cramps. So there's so much more we're going to find it out that we can get better at. Coach, that defense, man, the first half, I think probably had one first down. Uh, was I mean, is it just maturity from these guys that played a lot last year, or is it just the scheme that Coach Seth had for them was just there? It's, it's the maturity the, the, and and they're really good ball players over there. You know, we hang our hat on our defense, and it's something that you know, probably haven't really seen in a lot of picking past. But, you know, those guys are good that, that you know, well, saying goes, you know, a good defense and a good running game will travel well, and so we're gonna we're gonna run run, run with those guys and lean lean on them, and uh, they did well, you know. I, I, I thought they played good for all of about 47 and a half minutes, so, uh, but it is what it is, you know. We got to go go back to the work and get better. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the cramps. You brought it up, and I'll go ahead with that, Coach. Last year, me and Slick talked about how we didn't cramp up. We didn't cramp up. I hope we didn't jinx you from last year, Coach, because we talked about it a lot. This this week, man, cramps a lot, but uh, it's I mean it's it's muggy, but it's muggy every every day down here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to blame you on that one. You owe me some little Debbie ice cream then. So <laughs> no, it's just it comes down to preparation. I thought we prepared well, but I gotta do better getting us in better better shape and and uh, better condition. And so and it all takes you know we gotta hydrate better, but it's hot. It's hot out here. It's humid, and you know our, when you put forth that much effort for 48 minutes, you know, sometimes that's going to happen. But we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that on Monday. All right, Coach, last thing. Got Jeff Davis next week on the road again. Uh, what do you expect from Jeff Davis? It doesn't get any easier. We just played a team you're going to see playing Thanksgiving week, and I think we're going to see another team next week will be doing the same. So 
it's going to take it's going to take our best effort and it's going to have to take us playing some clean football well coach thank you for giving us some time and uh look forward to next week man good yeah. to be one and oh good to be one and oh can't wait <laughs> thanks coach yeah, thank you